0: Hey guys, it's Drake, back again with The Classroom Podcast. And I have some great stuff for you today. Um, It's just me today. No Datsun, no other friends. um, But we have some really interesting stuff to talk about and some very recent stuff that I think is um, pretty cool. I don't know if it's recent to all of you or if you've heard about this, but it's new to me. Um, And then we will hit some Titans attacks as I'm pushing to Legends. And we will do a little bit of just like regular life stuff and we'll call it a day. Um, So, first of all, I want to talk about, I've kind of had a rough stretch in war, so I have been kind of digging into Clash YouTube, um, trying to get better, and I have actually had some help, but I came across another video when I was looking that was in the Clash vein of uh, topics, and it was a Judo Sloth video talking about, like, frequently asked questions and stuff people, you know, important stuff, or at least interesting stuff that people don't know. So a lot of it was stuff I know and stuff that any experienced clasher is going to know, but there were two things that really stuck out to me, and then another which I mentioned on uh, one of my first podcasts, but I still think it's interesting enough to say again. So the first thing um, was an explanation of how the loot cart works. So the loot cart is a little thing in the top left of your village which gives you some small amount of loot after you get attacked. And um, it's actually really interesting how it works. It gives you a certain percentage, depending on what town hall and what league you are, um, of the loot that was stolen. So let's just like super simple. Let's say you had 100,000 of each, um, 100,000 elixir, 100,000 gold stolen. And then your loot cart would show up with, say, 20,000 of each because it gives you 20% back. Um, Now, if you get raided again... You don't end up with 40,000 even if you get looted for the same amount. How it works is whatever the most you were looted for. So say you get looted for 140,000 of each. Well, then you get 20% of 140,000, which would be like, you know, 23 or something. I don't know, 23,000. Um, so actually, if you want to get the most out of that, the best thing to do is collect it every single time you log on. Um, So I know sometimes it seems like, oh, I'm just storing up loot here that no one can get to, but you're not actually really storing up loot, you're just holding loot. Um, So if you can use it, or even if, you know, you just have space in your storages and stuff, I would recommend picking that up um, every single time. And another thing, if you're absent for three days and you don't open Clash, it will start to collect, or I don't think it starts to collect, it just goes to a set amount, which, d- depending on your town hall, is anything from, like, 80,000 total of each to, like, a couple million. Um, and kind of in tandem with, uh, you know, just free loot if you're off for three days, the, bil- the village actually starts to upgrade itself if you're totally inactive. So if you left, you know, a max town hall 11 in 2014, it is going to be a... You know, I don't think it'll upgrade Town Hall, but say you left like a new Town Hall 11, it will have been working on upgrades um, for a while. There was an update a little while back that did that, and ever since, it's really slow. It's not advantageous to do this. Um, it's about the same speed as if you were just upgrading stuff from the loot you get in your collectors. Um, so it's slower than that, but that's like a general you know idea to have of how it works. So that's those two. Um, the other thing that was interesting is... Um, of how the eagle works, so I think most people know after a certain amount of troops are deployed, which is 180 or 200 troops based, depending on um, what town hall you are, or not what town hall, what level the eagle is. So uh, that is how the eagle decides when to open, and some of the troops, like what their actual capacity is is very interesting because most of the troops you know if it takes 10 troop space in your army camp that's what it takes however the siege machines are kind of like a hack for this because they're only one troop space and the cc troops in them do not count for extra so if you're having like a kill squad or something like that a siege machine with your heroes and a golem um, is not actually going to open the eagle so if you can get to the eagle with just that many troops you know, you'd think that that's—I mean—that's a pretty big part of your army's, you know, DPS and HP, but that actually will not take you over the eagle limit. Um, that was those two things. The other thing which I thought was interesting was, shoot, I'm blanking now. Oh, troop AI. So I think I did mention this in an earlier podcast. I watched a judo video, uh, judo sloth video, about it, and so I think I said this. If I didn't. I'm sorry, but I'll just lay it out again. So the troop considers, it doesn't just go, which building can I get to the fastest? Or which can I take the shortest path to? Um, It looks at the three nearest buildings just by distance. It doesn't matter what walls are there in between them or other stuff. Um, It's just by distance, like line of sight type of stuff. And then depending on those three, it picks which one it can get to the fastest. Um, Which is kind of interesting because that means that you could have one building, you know, seven tiles away and three other buildings behind two layers of walls, you know, that are then four tiles away. And it will always go for those buildings, not the one which it can get to way faster, even though it's closer. Um, So that's an interesting thing. I've actually had a lot of help from that when I'm funneling, just because it's easy to look at that and go, all right, if I take out this one building with a wizard what's left. Because uh, it can at least set you know, which direction you're king mostly, or um, a Pekka or whatever you're funneling with, which way it's going. So that's what I got from that video. Um, another guy I've been watching on YouTube a ton is actually named um, Sir Moose. So I don't know if you've watched his stuff or heard of him. He's awesome. I totally recommend checking him out, especially if you're not like a try-hard lalo and hybrid only player like if you're just kind of chilling and wanting to get some three stars every now and then but not crazy about it um, he has a series he's doing right now a series of videos about attacks made easy and he does a great job laying it out and a lot of them are spam armies Um, and i'm kind of disappointed that spam armies work just as well as tactical um, like precise armies or i shouldn't say just as well they work, they can work as well. Um, so I've actually been toying around with a few of those. The two main ones I've been playing with are um, a super wizard and super giant spam. And it's basically, and witches, there's witches too. T- eight, 10 super giants, eight wizards, eight witches, or 10 witches if you don't want any funnel troops. And then it's eight quakes and five zaps. Two of the zaps are in your CC. And you quake the town hall to take a bunch of its life. You quake the eagle and zap the eagle. And you try and get damage on whatever else you can. And then you come through with a log launcher. The log launcher takes out the town hall before you get to it. So the gigabomb is basically useless. Um, Then you just lay out a line like any other spam. You lay out a flat line of um, your giants first, then your wizards, and then your witches. Or witches than wizards, depending on what you like, and you throw your heroes in the middle. You save your royal champion for later in the attack, somewhere down where it's not going to run into any single infernos or enemy heroes. Um, and basically, you can get three stars with this attack, you know, as often as you can, doing a poor job of running a real attack. So I've had a great time with it. I was doing some FCs. I've been using it in Titans um, because I am pushing to Legends right now, so I'm trying to Get a bunch of attacks in, and I need most of them to be high two or possibly three stars. Um and so these that strat has been awesome. Like I love it, it's easy. I haven't failed with it like once. Um, and I've done it a bunch and I fail a lot, but not with this attack. I've always had I want to say the lowest I got was a fifty-seven percent two star, which isn't great, but I mean when you're farming and I'm hitting a max thirteen, it's really not that bad. Um one thing that I found with it is I tried to get sneaky and use the zaps on scatters or multi-infernos or something like that. But if you don't take out the eagle, you end up having to change more than just not zapping the eagle. Um, because you would then want to make the eagle a priority with the log launcher, and you often won't get the town hall. So I would recommend just zapping the eagle and not trying to get cute and change the strategy around um, so I will be using that. I think I'm going to try that in war a few times just because I have been struggling so hard in war. The other uh, Sermoose attack strat I've been looking at is a Yeti spam with bats, and it is uh, 14 Yetis and then 12 Wizards and use like one or two Yetis and a couple Wizards on each side of... And these spam strats, I should say this, they tend to work really well on bases that are generally square, Um it doesn't really matter if the town hall is in the middle. It's better if the town hall's in the middle, but it's not necessary. Um, but if the town hall is on the edge, you then have to decide, do you want to get less value out of your siege, or do you want to take a chance at getting a one star? Because um, if you're coming right at the town hall, you're only gonna get a couple logs thrown out before you get to the town hall. Or if you're coming from the, long, the far side, trying to get through all of those walls, you will most likely not get to the Town Hall with your Siege. Then you have to try and go in with a RC and freeze and try and sneak through there. Um, so that can be sketchy, but especially for squ- generally square bases with the Town Hall in the middle, these, astrat- these attacks just kill. Um, that was a mix of strats and attacks. It was a strats or something. But anyway, the other one is the Yetis, and you d- basically do the same thing. You lay out a line of Yetis, whatever wizards are left from the funnel behind them, King and Queen down, Warden, always on ground mode. I always forget and put him on air. Um, Throw him down behind. Use your Log Launcher to get a couple high-value targets, which could be... um, Mainly, it's Eagle, Scatters, and Town Hall, but if you're able to um, take out an Inferno or an Expo along the way, those are definitely valuable. Um, And I've had not quite as good attacks with that one, but I have done decently. And then, oh, right, the spells. Um, It's just, you know, I mean, bat spells, it's kind of, you can change it to what you want. I'm normally running four freeze, one rage, another rage in the CC spell slots, and then five bats. And I found that it worked well uh, when I was doing it in Titans, but the FCs I was doing on real war bases were not great. Like, it was more around the 70s were my good attacks. I had one three-star but it's not awesome, um, so definitely check out Sir Moose. He has great stuff. It's very simple. Um, he's really good with it. He manages to like three star a lot, and I know that's what they show in videos. But he really is um, great. He tends to show his like attack log for the last couple days before, and you can just see that it's all like eighty percent two stars and three stars. Um, so I've really been enjoying his stuff, and I'm definitely gonna turn there when I'm. You know, it's nice to have spam attacks to kind of fall back on because i've had a couple wars now where my hybrid or homies whatever you want to call it just wasn't working um, i struggled to find queen pat queen charge pathing and i ended up not getting the important targets and then having my um, hybrid get wrecked so it's nice to just have something that i don't need to really see exactly how it's going to play out i can just funnel it generally and pray um Another video I saw when I was trying to learn Lalo, because for some reason I thought that would be the solution to not being able to do war attacks, was, I think it was, not Lexnos, um, Carbon. It was Carbon Fin. And he was teaching the self-proclaimed worst player how to Lalo. Um, and it was actually really interesting, because Lalo is so much... I mean, it's one of those ones where, like, it's a spam attack, sort of, but it's one of the least spammy, because... It's a spam attack. I guess it's a spam attack if you do it right. Because the hero sui and the um, value you're getting out of that is so important. And if you do that right, that you create not only the pathing, but the value as well, then the loons really do just sweep through. You haste them. And ideally, you can just kind of lay them out in two or three spots. And you're not dropping four or five. Because I've seen pro players, Lalo, where they drop no more than four or five balloons in one spot, and they're all just kind of sliding in to take one or two defenses, and by the end, four or five loons, you know, eight times, and or five times, and all of a sudden, there's no defenses left. But how this guy was showing it, it was a little bit spammier, a little bit more, you know, get the town hall, get the sweepers, get scatters if you can't get through them with the eternal tome with the balloons, um, and the balloons will kind of do it. Because something that... I was realizing is the balloons are like really strong, which is why, uh, not hybrid, Lalo is such a strong attack. Balloons themselves, like statistically, they just do a lot of damage for five housing space. So if you can get them where you want them, they are absolutely killer. Um, Okay, so other stuff I've been doing in game is like I said, I was struggling in war. We actually had some really close wars. And ironically, um, we had two really close wars that came down to the last 20 or 30 minutes. And one of them I did really well. I had uh, five stars. I had like a 92% on a 13. And then uh, I cleaned cleaned a 12 um, with drag bat. And I got three stars. And we'd lost that one. But right afterwards, we had a war where I got a one star. And I dip failed. Um, And we actually did end up winning that war mainly because forget who it was, it, it kind of came in clutch. But we had a couple people, probably Buck and Itno, um, and probably Datsun too. They came through and they were able to fix my mess. And thankfully that clan wasn't very good attackers, so it was a good war to have a down war because the other clan was also having a down war. Um, so it was nice to get a couple wins. I was looking through the uh, some clash. I think it's Clash of Stats or one of those apps that kind of tracks stuff. And I found that I have been in Back in Black for two years now. So it's been a good two years. Hopefully, we're going to make it more. And also, Back in Black overall has about a 70% war win percentage. It's when I checked this, we have a few more now, probably a few more wins than we do losses since I checked. But it's 722 wins, 309 losses, which is like really good. If you think about like, you know, sports coaches, if you have a coach who wins. I guess that would be 70, like 71% of his games. Um, That's like a Hall of Fame awesome coach. So whoever our leader is, you're an awesome coach. Buck, I think that's basically been you all along. So good job. You're well above mediocre, well below perfection. So keep going, but it's good. Um, One of the things I was seeing in these recent wars is, like, kind of in line with the spam attack stuff, but... It's kind of depressing sometimes when, like, in the name of, um, from my clan, goes through, does a nice, lo- uh, not Lalo, does a nice hybrid attack, comes out with, you know, an 89% two star, which is uh, max 13 against max 13, sure, you'd rather a triple, but, like, that's a good attack. And then, you know, someone from the other clan, Arabic, insert Arabic name, comes in, drops 18 Yetis or whatever, um, and they're, you know, warden on air mode and they accidentally drop, you know, their CC troops without a siege machine. And then they get an 84% two-star. So it's kind of depressing, like a good attack versus a bad attack. It really is a slim line. Um, We did have in my clan, one of my friends from real life came over and he's not a max Town Hall 12, but he's getting up there. Um, A well-upgraded Town Hall 12. So he's not a huge, like, attack strategy guy, but he is learning um, some of the guys. Shout out to Jay and Itno, and I think Datsun and I were all kind of throwing tips at him for learning hybrid. Um, he three-starred his first war attack using hybrid against another 12, um, which was shocking. And then he had, like, kind of a rough 50% two-star, or 54% two-star with the second one because his heroes followed his king, which can happen to the best of us, and does happen to the best of us quite a lot. Um, Itno, from my clan, is a great hybrid guy, and his king is always stealing his... or Not always. It definitely happens where his healers are stolen by his king, and it's really hard to bring an attack back from that uh, because you depend on so much of the queen walk to get the CC, and not only to get the CC, but to pull the CC. So if you don't have her to kind of come through and clean that, you can end up with an air CC taking out all of your troops. So I think that's most of what I have that is class related. Um, so we're just gonna throw it to extra credit and I have some real life stuff which has happened. Um, first thing is I had my first tennis match of my senior year and we did have, we had our, so for those who don't know how tennis works, um, you are in a team but you basically play individually so the team chooses their top seven people and then ranks them first singles second singles third singles and then the bottom four are first doubles and second doubles um and you have like a little tournament inside of your team to decide that seating so i turned out to be number one on my team um kind of by default i'm like one of the more experienced players and i was able to win in our tournament and We had our first match, so I'm playing, of course, the other school's best player, and I was able to win. I won 6-2, 6-2, and then there's another thing called district doubles, which is where your teams, number one and number two, play doubles for placement for actual playoffs. Um, So we did that, and you only play like six of those a year. You only play those against each team once um, instead of home and away matches, which is how it works for the normal stuff. And we won that as well, so it was a great success. I have my next match against um, the best team or the best kid, not the best team, but the best kid um, on Monday, and he has been number one on his team since freshman year, which is longer than I've been playing. So that's going to be sketchy, but I think I don't know. I'm hoping I can pull it out, even if it's not likely. Um, other life stuff. I have been searching for a job because. I am going to have college soon, and that costs money, a lot of it. Um, so I'm looking for a job. I applied at Best Buy um, and got rejected immediately. So I'm going to go in and talk to their HR people just to kind of, you know, get on their radar as someone who exists in more than just a paper resume. Um, and I've been looking like I don't want to do one of the kid jobs, like Burger King, nine twenty an hour, you know grumpily handing people their food in the drive-thru like I don't know I just feel like I could do something cooler than that um so I don't want to do that I might end up with one of those jobs like one of my friends who works at Panera said they're always hiring and I would definitely get a job there and it's decent money but I really like to make like 13 or 14 bucks an hour which is kind of a high bar because I'm only 17 I will be I'll be 18 in August but most of my working for college is going to happen before then, and there's very few places that will hire under 18. Um, So I'm kind of hamstrung because, one, I'm picky with the kind of work I want to do and the amount of pay I want to get. And two, people don't want to hire you under 18. Um, So I'm working on that. And then these. this is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of clash, kind of life. Um, It's not like in-game stuff, but it's stuff happening in the community. So one, um, Catfish from Knights of Zion... Used to be in Calvinists, um, big friend of Clash on the Potty and a great clasher to just chat with and learn from who's been around from the beginning. He knows a ton. Um, He actually started his own podcast. I don't know if he's going to be podcasting a lot or if it's just kind of something he's doing um, as much as he can, but he started it. So it's called, uh, I think it's called like Driving with Clash or Clashing in Traffic or something like that. So I will post a link in my Discord um, to that so you guys can find him. And another thing, sort of clash, sort of life, is I now have an actual sponsor. I am sponsored by Carl from the Crystal to Join podcast. So he said he's going to give me an ad read or something like that. So you'll be hearing about him. Um, if not, I guess we can start now. You should check out his podcast. I'm sure you do, but he is awesome. Um, they're talking about fun stuff over there, and it's just always a party. Um, Super active Discord and everything. If you're a listener of all these podcasts and you're not in the Discords, you really got to get in the Discords. It's just so much fun. Um, I did have one question come in from Andromedus. Um, so thank you for the question, dude. And your question, it was two questions. One is favorite subject in school. So I don't know. This is a hard one for me. Like I don't hate any subjects. Um, I basically... Don't mind, but don't enjoy all of them. So, like, math is fine. Writing is a lot of work, but it's almost fun. Um, I would say the one I actually enjoy is, like, logic and debate type of stuff, which I have done some of. Um, I've read some books about it. I haven't actually done any, like, speech and debate type of stuff. But that's kind of my favorite, um, partially because I'm good at it, partially just because I prefer thinking about things to actually like memorizing stuff which school is a lot of memorizing and as little thinking as you can do for the most part Um, and then the other part of your question i forgot about this in the class section was least favorite attack strategy so i had a similar question which was what do i think is the worst strategy but least favorite is different um and i want to say for the worst strategy i answered dragons which i now realize is a very bad answer We won't go back to that. I've learned dragons now, and I love them. Um, So least favorite strategy, I would say, oh, man, it's tough, because, like, so many strategies, I feel like I'm just kind of like a sore loser if I say they're my least favorite, because it just means I'm bad at them. Like, I could say Lalo, but I know it's a good strategy, and I'm sure I wouldn't say that once I get good at it. So I would say, I mean, E-drags is kind of low-hanging fruit, um, because it's no fun, and everybody does it. So, I guess I'll go with. Um, I don't like miners. Like, I don't mind the hybrid attack, but a lot of people suggest using miners, especially Town Hall 11 and down, Town Hall 11 and 10. Um, not as many people say it, but I have seen them used to 13. So, that's just like, they're kind of boring and they don't funnel. Miners just don't funnel. It's a, you, they funnel generally and they do really well because they don't mind walls, but they don't funnel like from this building to this building very well as I've done it. So I would say that's my least favorite. Um, And I think that's all I have to talk about today. So a little bit of a shorter episode, but we will be getting back to longer episodes once Datsun's around. Um, He has kids and an actual life, which kind of slows him down. But that is for another day. So I hope you guys enjoyed. And um, if you're not in the Discord, come join it. I can put that link... um, in the show notes, and until next time, guys, see ya. All right, so I ended this, but I forgot. I said I would do some legends, or not legends, titans attacks, so we're gonna hit those real quick um, and just see how I do. I will do my best to give visuals of the base, and you guys will just kinda have to try and imagine it and letting my voice carry you to a village in a clearing in a magical forest, or whatever that says, when you open the game. And I'm doing these on Drake, of course, which is the only one I have pushed high enough. Um, I am using my Super Wizard and Super Giant. Well, right now it's Super Wizard and Ice Golem, because I don't have Super Giants. But I will soon, um, so that's what I'm working with right now. Uh, Before I do that one, I have just because, you know, you end up with your two armies, so I have kind of an e-drag spam that I can get 50 or 60%, sometimes a two-star with, Um, so we'll do that, and then we will hit the real attack. So I'm looking at, it's a generally central town hall, it looks like a homemade base, because it's kind of messy, and it's got 500 of each loot, so not bad, so I'm just going to kind of sprinkle the e-dregs in around the edge tactically, and then I have six giants, six super wizards, and six bowlers. So I spread them out along. Because a lot of these bases tend to have one side that doesn't really do e-dregs well, like they're more spread. So I bring those troops, because it's not a ton of space, they don't require spells, and they can get you through a side that uh, doesn't have the right spacing of the buildings. So... I like to do that, I don't know, I could maybe do better with just all E-drags. But I'm with, you know, two E-drags left and four still alive, I have a nice uh, 48%. So I'm gonna drop those last two E-drags together and a few filler archers, which I don't really need. And then uh, we're with a nice 54%, which is fine. Not exciting, and I'm freezing up to save my last E-drags. Freezing the queen. So I have didn't have to spend my heroes or anything like that. Um, and we'll just end that there. I did not get two stars, but that's fine. I got that army out of the way, and I got some loot. So now we will do the other attack. All right, so I had to step away for a couple minutes and wait for troops, but I got them. Thank you, guys. And now we're ready. So my exact army, in case you're curious, is... Um, eight quakes, three zaps for regular spells, and then two more zaps at the clan castle. Five uh, ice golems, one regular golem, eight witches, nine super wizards, two regular wizards, and one barbarian. CC is Yeti and a, or two Yetis and a Valk. I'm um, going to do this real quick. Should sure have my army in order. And we're good. So I'm just kind of going into the wild, seeing what I can find here. All right, so this is actually a pretty strong base, but I think I have a shot at it because I can get an X, or not an expo, a scatter shot with my zaps. So I'm going to open up most of that base, which kind of, it's a town hall sort of center, but it's on, so it's kind of like a, a V of walls and then the town hall is in the V with one wall layer of walls around it, but most of the base in front of the town hall is made up of just buildings, not walls. So I got my zaps in, which creates a nice little path. And I don't normally do, and you know what, I'm gonna save it. So I'm just gonna save my RC a little bit while I get to the town hall. Um, Cause I don't want it to distract. And then we're putting a ice column and a super wizard to funnel on each side Um, which sets a pretty nice funnel. Then I'm gonna drop my king first, and then my uh, log launcher, and then my golems, the rest of them, and the six archers and six wizards, which remain. Queen goes in with them. The funnel has worked out very nicely, um, and the log launcher should do a bunch of damage on the town hall, even if it doesn't take it out. So I'm sending in my warden, which I forgot, and I was a little late on, and using that ability ASAP and then most of the attack is done. I have my RC and my hero abilities, but, you know, it's mainly going. Um, I have a bunch of troops left in the middle. Town Hall just went down, so we're at 42% one star right now. The Log Launcher popped, so the Yetis came out, and they are going for... uh, What are they going for? An expo. So 52%, still have a bunch of stuff here putting in the work for me. And just lost my yetis, but that's okay because the yeti mites are doing great. And there is an expo targeting a golem, or actually targeting three golemites now. Um, So I took that opportunity to send in my RC. She's killing. just popped her ability, which is okay though because the expo is down. So I have two witches and my warden, Left, which is not great. I have an 80% two-star, and I'm probably not going to triple because there is a multi on the back side. If there weren't a multi, I think I would have the time to get through this, but that multi is going to shred those skeletons and take out the Witch's second. So, yeah, so they're going down, and it's an 81% two-star, which is fine. It was a mainly... uh, I would say it was probably a max Town Hall 12 that moved up maybe around the time I did, maybe, you know, two months ago. So a decent base, about my average. I could have tripled it if I did a few things differently, but overall not a bad attack. So that is the end of that, guys. Peace out.